Let me bang you. I do let you bang. Let me bang you, Jesus. I let you bang. I let you bang. Greetings, Mary's and Virgins. Go for Jesus. No forget Jesus, people. Hey, I'm not surprised, motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? So, what's up, people? It's me, Adam Hunter, in Las Vegas, waiting for McCorkle and Don to come on, uh, here with the Greg Romero Wilson, one of my favorite people. <laughs> In the history of comedy, the funniest person I know. Thanks, uh, brother. You are okay. So we're talking about. Uh, I'm in Vegas, like so. Yeah, so I was in Dallas last week, and uh, I had an audition for like uh, a big role, and like this is actually one of the first auditions that I actually like. The the character was was like a real person. Um, oh wow! So and he was like super tan and jacked. It was like for, it's for a wrestling TV show. I'll just I'll just say that right. I'll okay. Look. So, so I went out and got like fucking spray tan. Uh, oh shit! Went out, got the got this vest he wears. He's he's big. He's bulkier than me, but I could pull it off. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it was fun. I gotta say, it was fun, but it's exhausting. Like when you actually like take like not getting a tan, but like actually try to live the life of the person. Because a lot of times it's like, and it's an actual person. I actually called up his friends because I knew people that actually knew him, like pro wrestlers. Oh, okay. I, like, yeah. Called, called chuck palumbo i said hey uh the wwe star I, I go this is um this is what i did was this like him and then and he looked at it he's like you're on the right track but he was way more hyper way more this way more that so then I, I did another take of it and you know gave it to him but also like i had to have like the the feature come over and like film it you know and read with me and and then the lights weren't good in the room so we had to go to the laundry room and do it you know and that's a whole but uh, but I felt really good about it. It was like I actually felt. But now all of a sudden I'm checking my email every fucking five minutes. Oh, uh, that's the worst I know, dude. I, Who are you doing an impression of? Uh, it, it was for a WWE wrestler. Uh, uh, for the show Young Rock. I'll just say, yeah. Rock. It was like it was it was one of his. We like, I think we all figured that out by now. Yeah, yeah, it was like one of his tag team partners back in the day. But he was I'm a real, still completely lost, so we didn't all figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy was like but the guy was my height he the guy was five foot ten so i I got the height he was just he was 220 so his arms are much bigger that's the only thing and and he had a southern accent so i had to do a southern accent um and i you know which so i'm like you know googling like how to do a southern accent really quick kind of thing you know because it's one thing if like you're making if, you, if you're making the character and it's you but when it's an actual person it's sometimes it's easier but harder in a lot of ways you know yeah uh, Should have just done a Jeff Foxworthy impression. That's the perfect <laughs> Southern accent. There you go. Yeah, that would have worked. So you know what always cracks me up about pro wrestling? I'm sure we've talked about this before, but maybe not. Have you ever noticed that pro wrestlers need the crowd's approval for everything? So, like, <laughs> um, like the Ultimate Warrior and the Hulk Hogan, like, they turn and see each other. They're getting ready to punch each other, and they stop because they didn't realize it was each other that was in the ring. <laughs> <laughs> and then the Ultimate Warrior puts his hand out to shake it. Hulk Hogan has to look to the crowd like, wait, should I do this or not? They don't make their own life decisions. It's all based on the crowd. So they like look both ways to the well, crowd like, 
should I shake his hand? I don't know what to do with my life right now. And then they're like, if they cheer, they go ahead and make friends. It's like, no wonder there's so much like drama in pro wrestling. That would be a funny, that'd be a funny like eighties pro wrestler sketch. Like Hogan's about to go on the bus and he has to look around to see if he should go on the bus or something. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Everything he does. Well, That's that's the thing. That's how you know it's about the show and not actually a sport. (laughs) They're like, don't hey. trust the Booker T. And he's like, I don't know if I can <laughs> like, I'll go ahead and do it. Like, so, so then I get to Vegas, right? I, t- I, take, a, I take a flight to Vegas. Uh, you know, and one of those things, I don't know about you, Greg, but whenever I go to a, a city, I always go like the night before or the first flight because I'm always worried. Yeah, absolutely. But then I get in at 9 o'clock in the morning. So I get in. They don't have a room for you yet. They don't have a room for you. And yep. my, my name is Adam Greenberg. They have me under Adam Hunter, right? So now, And literally, I'm, I'm there. And I'm like, hey, look, uh, like, we can't sign you in. I'm like, there's a there's a poster behind me. I'm going next to the poster. I'm like, see, this is me. They're like, sorry, uh, I can't sign you. I go, we have to get, it's nine in the morning. They have to call the, the, the booker to book me in. So now I'm like, oh, God. So normally what I do is when I when they're not ready, I just go in the, like the middle of like the, of, like, the room and I and have like an office. I'll like sleep in the lobby or I'll like, you know, get coffee. I'll put my computer in. I'll make inappropriate phone calls. Like she has herpes. What? You know, just to like. That <laughs> Anything way. to get them to be like, we got a room. We got a room. Get the fuck out of my lobby. Yeah. Yeah. The only time that didn't work is in Portland, Oregon, when everyone else was homeless too. There was literally homeless people in the lobby. <laughs> so, so finally I like, I like, they finally got me a room and everything. And, uh, but I, I was, and then the shows were great so far. Vegas has been awesome. Um, it was, uh, Fuck, there was something else I had to tell you. It was, uh, or, you know, Randy Couture came to the show last night. Saw uh, that. That looked cool. Yeah. Him and his child. You have to Brian. talk real that slow nice. for him. Did I what? <laughs> Did you have to speak real slow? No, but I told him how funny oh, you were, pictures. by the way. I told him, I was telling him about Don. I said, Don's the best on the podcast because we'll be like, yeah, man, what would you think of the fight? And you'll be like, the guy's sneaky, like China. Like, like. <laughs> <laughs> did, he under, did he understand what you're saying? He did. He did. He he he, uh, he just did expendables. Uh, he just did the latest expendables, um, which uh, you know it's him, Dolph Lundgren, and Stallone. And there's I, another expendables coming out. Yes, another expendables. Oh my gosh, how, how many Long does it make? Three, I think. That's got to be four or five, right? I've, I saw the first one. Never switched anymore. I, I'm, I'm a Stallone fan too. Big time Stallone fan, but I didn't watch anymore. Yeah, it was, it was uh, <laughs> the 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 funniest thing was when as a parent, as a parent, I didn't have any friends on that on that uh, uh yeah. on that movie. So, uh, my favorite. That's what it was like watching Last Comic Standing. You're yeah. like, well, I, I work with all those guys. I guess maybe. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> That, that, that was funny when, like, Victor Ortiz told me, I go, how do you, you get on the Expendables? He goes, Stallone called him up. And he's like, yo, Victor, this is Sly. And he's like, Sly? What do you mean you Sly? What, you, you trying to trick me? And then he kept hanging up on him, thinking he was being prank called. He's like, come fight me, you motherfucker. Stop calling me. And then finally he was like, no, Victor, it's Stallone. And Victor goes, Rocky? <laughs> and then he, had to, <laughs> then he had to explain to him. He's like, that was the character. So then he gets up the audition. Victor Ortiz shows up to the audition and he goes, look, man, I'm not an actor. Okay. I never acted, but I'm you. You inspire me to be a boxer. And you're the, and, and you're and he did the whole speech about that. He goes, and if you give me this role, I'll do anything it takes. And he gave him the role. Uh, yeah. like, <laughs> like, 
I wonder if Sylvester Stallone looked to the crowd for approval on whether to hire him or not. That's why I <laughs> stopped and looked. And and like, oh, oh. <laughs> <Right>. so, uh, <laughs> by the way, uh, you guys yeah. missed it last week when it was just me and Adam. Uh, I have to repeat my joke because no one commented on it. It kind of hurt my feelings. <laughs> what was uh, it? And the uh, Dominic Cruz fight Cheeto Vera. I said, how weird is it that one guy was nicknamed Cheeto and the other guy was flaming? And uh, <laughs> oh, not one person man. seemed to catch that. Was, uh, I thought it was that's, great. That's a very McCorkle joke. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I, I would heard... get at least one comment. What is, what is your, what, it's so ironic. One guy's named Cheeto and the other guy's named Cocksucker. How did they do it? <laughs> so I got Greg, how was your week? Uh, it was great. I was in El Paso. Just another weekend of extraordinary shows. Super fun. Saw my family. You know, it's family. And then, uh, uh, but then this week, you know, you, you're worried about that thing. I was, I've been on hold to shoot another episode of the neighborhood. And then I just got an email from my agent telling me that they were like, nope, they wrote you out. So I'm like, what a year. Wait, not of the, wait, of the whole show or the episode? Just that episode. All right. That's okay. Well, that's not the, the show. That's true. But I mean, you know, I only usually get one episode a season. So it's I, like, yeah, but you're friends with Craig Robinson and you're also one of those guys that you're very, it's like you. It's not like you're that replaceable. So, you know, I think yeah. you're not one of the expendables, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not, like, it's not like you can't get a Mexican who has trouble speaking English. You're all sick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, they'll throw a rock, you'll hit one of those. So. Uh, and uh, McCorkle, how was your week? Uh, I was doing all right. I didn't know if you guys heard, man. I've been a little bit down lately, you know, with all this. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard a rumor. You don't hear these rumors all the time. Uh, <laughs> Adam, but uh, I heard a rumor that uh, Brendan Schaub got arrested last week for impersonating a cocksucker. Wow, so, I did not. I don't know how that. he's. I don't know how he's going to beat those charges. Um, I know that. Uh, I know that court. Phil Baroni did get arrested. Phil Baroni's on the run right now. Oh um, yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. What happened? Uh, well, so did he announce that he has herpes as a woman was leaving his home again? <laughs> no, there's a a warrant for his arrest in um. And uh, it's, on, it's Mugshot Monday. So I don't know if you guys, I guess there's a place called Mugshot Monday. So he, uh-huh. they get a warrant for his arrest in Long Island for criminal mischief, third degree, third damage, another person's property, $250. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think he'll be okay but, as far as money wise. But I can't believe they even have mugshots for that, you know, for like. Two fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, that's that's pretty petty. That's what that sounds like. But, and you know, I, I just love the criminal mischief. I, I didn't realize mischief was a crime. Like <laughs> uh, apparently, I should be in jail. I don't know. <laughs> oh, the mischief! Oh, you with your mischief! I did. I man, I have snuck many a cupcake. I was not entitled to so. I might That's be guilty like, of is toilet paper in people's houses or something, and it's like I know what two hundred fifty dollars. Criminal mischief, two hundred fifty dollars. Better put this in the paper. It's like put the guy in lo- the local paper. It's like the guy losing by terror, right? Remember the guy tapping? Yeah. Right. yeah. Um. So, uh, so anyway, so I don't know if you guys heard. So, I was looking through World Star Hip Hop, and there was a transgender fight. Um, and it was somebody who. Uh, was born with male body parts, right? And transitioned to a female and is now fighting a man. So he's, so she wants to fight men. Um, and uh, I, which I think, 
which I think is pretty, you know, honorable. I mean, that's pretty, that's gotta be tough. And, uh, it's, you know, I think it's. Wait, so a man transitioned to a woman to just compete against men? Yes. Yes. Okay. All right. So, um, the guy, the, the girl. <laughs> I love him. The like, well, how do we make jokes out of that? <laughs> right. <laughs> like, that's the way. Right. So they're doing what they're supposed to. All right. Well, that's All no right. fun. <laughs> so the girl's name is Jita the Man Eater. Right. That's, uh, huh. That, that's that's the name she goes by. And the first fight, it was pretty close. I watched the fight, and she lost, but it was, it was she was winning. So I I tweeted, and I, and I hit you guys up. I go, should I tweet this? I go, you know, props to the girl. Uh, she had balls, right? So I, I posted that with the video. It's got over 1.2 million hits in one day, right? Of people, Yours does? Yeah, of people just arguing back and forth. Um, and then uh, I hit Jita up. And she like loved it. She retweeted it. She said, thank you. She wants to come on the podcast. Uh, she's super cool. Um, and she, she, but she told me, she's like, I actually, you got to see my first fight, which I, I won, which I, I saw. And she did win. Uh, she beat the shit out of this dude, um, her first fight. And she said she loves, she's like, I'm doing it the right way. Uh, and um, that, what? Well, and no, she, I think that's, that's exactly what Corkle's problem is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and, I'm uh, a hard time, but and then, computing everything. Right so now. then I posted the fight she won, and I said I knew she could pull it off, right? So and I texted, nice. her, I texted her that joke, and she and she thought I took down the, the balls one. She goes, "You better not have taken down the balls one." Comedy's my life. Um, I fucking comedy's my life. Comedy's my <laughs> life. Okay, okay, sure. So, okay. So this that's is, funny. Fighting is my life. This makes a lot of right. sense now. Yeah. So this is what's going on. Uh are, are, would you guys like to have Gita on the podcast? Uh, I'd love to. Absolutely. Uh Don, you? Sure, sure. Why not? We have McCorkle. I mean, we're, we're not much of a step. <laughs> hey, comedy's his life too, so it all works out. <laughs> I was actually going to say transitioning to a woman and fighting men is my life. I mean, it would seem like she would have an unfair. It's almost like she's stuck in the middle because if she fights a woman, it's like it's not fair. She fights men. She's, I, I think she's on estrogen. I don't know exactly what she's on. Uh, so it seems like she, we have to start this transgender fighting. League. It seems like this is what we have to do. Um, Greg, are, are you know, if they did tra- if they did transgender fighting, they really could switch between genders too. So, like the men's champ could fight the women's champ. Like that would be like a super fight because you know what I mean. Like it would be fair, I think. Like, well, and I think I, you know what I would love to have her on because you know she's really kind of found the way around what? the art. Hey, oh, hey, <laughs> on your stash. Uh, I, because she's really found a way around this argument about the way trans people shouldn't compete because she's still competing against men. So you can't be yeah. mad at her for that. You know what I mean? And so she kind of like, like, like fi- figured her way around the controversy. And I, I, I think that that's pretty, uh, I think that's oh. worth discussing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> she, she said and that's like, the Fry perspective. Uh, <sighs> the comments are, are like pretty ridiculous, but, uh, it's uh yeah it's, it's oh I'm sure the comments are and then and then the guy that beat her the guy that beat her wrote that was me in the video and then people are just like shit, shit, like I wouldn't be too proud of that buddy like you were getting your ass that kicked. was me in the video it's just like it's, it's crazy did you guys ever did you guys ever see the double knockout video 
Yeah. Um, it actually happened at my brother's promotion where both fighters hit each other at the same time and knocked each other out. And Shoney Carter was the ref. The guy on that video, it got like 2 million hits. And the guy in the video used to go to try to pick up girls by saying, hey, do you know me? You might have seen me in the double knockout video. And I was like, dude, are, are you you're trying to pick up girls by telling them you got knocked out on film? And everyone knows it. Like, I'm famous for getting knocked out. Like, you know, like, if you could be famous for getting knocked out, Brendan Schaub wouldn't have had to kiss Joe Rogan's ass for years to get his whole gig going. So. We're on fire with the uh, – with the ro- yes. Now, uh, it got confirmed today. Our Jake Paul is boxing Anderson Silva, October 29th. Um, it, it's a good fight. Uh, Jake, Paul, Jake Paul's the favorite right now. He's the favorite. I was going to say, can you imagine what is going to happen if he beats him? Greg's head is just going to explode. I don't well, think Greg's going to I mean, look at the body type differentials. I mean, what is going on here? I don't know. How old? And it's still like 45 years old, though, right? Is he, he's he's yeah. older than that, I think. Yeah. He's like 48, I think. Uh, Don, he's older than me. Don, who wins this fight? Uh, Green Anvil, Anderson Silva, of course, man. Of course. I hope so. He's bulletproof. I love that guy, man. I think he's great. I really do. He's 47. First of all, he's basically my age. He's 47. <laughs> and let's, uh, he's not a boxer either. He's but, not a boxer. And what's his weight? He weighs, so the other guy is? He weighs 185 pounds is his fighting. And you're going to put him in there against a guy who's coming in at 205, 210, and tell me that that, oh, my God, the hypocrisy in America. God <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah, but he's still the greatest fighter of all time, arguably, in MMA. He's had boxing matches before. He beat up Tito Ortiz really quick his last fight. He beat uh, Hector, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, what's his name, son? Uh, Chavez. Macho Jr. Camacho Jr., I think. He beat Chavez Jr. So this is better than Ben Askren uh, and the basketball player. Uh, it's even better than Woodley. I mean, I think. But again, it makes me question the whole. Well, I can't fight a guy who's five pounds heavier than me, but I can fight a guy twenty pounds lighter. Like, come on with this shit. Anyway, it's your promotion. You can do what you want. You're exactly right. I I just hate that we give it any credence because it's fucking bullshit. The whole thing, top to bottom, is fucking. Oh, for fuck's sake! Look at the sign behind you. Come on. (laughs) <laughs> hey listen you call it a comedy boxing match and i'll be into it but you charge pay-per-views and i'm supposed to take it seriously you're right it is comedy you're goddamn right it is because it is fucking suck it ain't real fighting it ain't real no, fighting. It ain't. yeah no it ain't apparently but, for apparently for jake paul comedy is his life too <laughs> <laughs> he's smarter than we are I mean, you know, he sure is sure. god listen i'm not saying he is i think that's what drives me crazy these are genius picks because every one of them makes it look like he's fighting somebody that could really challenge him, but really he's not. This guy's almost 50 years old. He's been in a thousand wars and he's 20 pounds lighter than him. How is this? Okay. He should fight Stallone and say he beat Rocky. Oh, that'd be even worse. Yeah. Oh my God. At that point, the American flag would burn itself. All right. <laughs> I'm still doing the punch. Who are, you, are you talking to your dog? No, I'm talking to Jeff. We gotta, we gotta sneak across the border to go to the dentist in Mexico. You know, so. sure. 
Oh, so now you want open borders. Okay. <laughs> I know. Whenever, whenever it suits you, Don. Okay. I'm surprised you don't just go there and like grab a Mexican and make him do work on you and bring him back. Like, it's yeah. Like, <laughs> I, I you know? make him carry me across the border. You know? I was going to say, I'm assuming you're crossing on horseback. <laughs> no, Mexican back. Wet back. He's traveling. Oh, my God. <laughs> across so, wet. That's awesome. So you guys know Matt Riddle, right? Matt Riddle. Yeah. So Matt Riddle was in the UFC. Uh, he kept. He, he was really good. Ultimate fighter. He, he did good. Um, he beat a lot of good guys. He kept getting popped for marijuana. Dana White was like basically told him like you're never gonna amount to anything. He leaves there. He becomes a WWE wrestler, killing it. Like one of the biggest guys. He's jacked. His whole life is doing amazing. But he keeps getting into these like ridiculous things with his with girls. So the, the one that came out yesterday was, and I think he's married. married. Yeah, I think he's married with kids, right? But some, so there's a girl on OnlyFans who allegedly posted these texts, an OnlyFans model, saying, "This is from Matt Riddle, allegedly. I want to fuck you in front of people early in the day. At night, I want to do coke and Molly. Have you fuck me in front of people?" Perfect scenario. We get hot. We got a hot guy with a big cock, and you share it with me. Honestly, oh. babe. Uh, I honestly, honestly, babe. I do love you. There's certain things I want in a relationship. I need a cock, pussy, loving slut like me, and I want to do those things and not do it because I want it. I know I'm not like other guys. I don't get jealous. Uh, if you flirt or fuck anyone, when you were trying to be my girlfriend, I hated it. When you sent me that video of you kissing the other guy, I was so turned on. That's what I want, especially because I can't have you. It's so hot. That's a lot of stuff. I won't get jealous. Um, then basically he says, I know um, I also want to do a porno. I want to make porn with you, and I'll pay you and give you royalties if I, if, if, uh, I ever get released uh, if, from, the, from the WWE. Uh, plus, I've always wanted to do it. So, uh, man. <laughs> Am I supposed to be this hard? <laughs> Because that was hot. I don't know. Uh, who was, was that the guy riding it or the girl? The I got guy. lost the, in the, the middle, the man. Guy. I Matt got Ritter. lost. Allegedly, there was a lot of different stuff going on in there, man. But it all turned me on. So Allegedly, count, Matt Riddle count me it. in. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly, Matt Riddle wrote that to this girl. And then she posted it and tagged Facebook man. And all the people, and it went viral, and now everyone's uh, talking about it. Um, man, I mean, what what's going on, Matt? I, I, like, I, don't you all I know is it's I, digital. It could be fake. I mean, the chances of being fake are like ninety percent. Come on. I was at a party with uh, Matt Riddle one time. I just met him, and he introduced me to Marcus Davis, but he kept calling him LC. For some reason, he kept calling him L.C. Davis. And I was like, oh, Marcus. he was like, no, his name's L.C. He just kept calling him L.C. over and over again. It's like the funniest thing ever. Like, he just kept saying, hey, L.C. And then the, Marcus Davis kept looking at him, like, trying to figure out what was, why he was saying that. I think there is a fighter named L.C. Davis. Yeah, there is L.C. Davis. Yeah, yeah. I think he's yeah. a black guy, though. I don't think yeah. so, uh, I mean, look, if you're going to cheat, which I don't think you should cheat, but if you do, don't do it with an OnlyFans girl. Like, right. like you know that's going to blow up in your face. Uh, Unless you're a pro wrestler and you need the crowd's approval, and that's why he wants to do it in front of people. That, yeah. could, be the, that could be why he wants the crowd. And he wants, when he comes, he goes like this. When he comes, he's like... When the other guy's dick comes out, he can look at it, look at the crowd, like, I, I, should I do something with him? I don't know. Did, did you guys ever hear the Macho Man's rap song he made? 
Um, I think a long time ago, yes. Did you ever hear that song? Macho Man made a rap song? Yeah. So, oh, he, yeah. Wa- so he wanted to fight Hulk Hogan. Like, he, he actually like, wanted to really fight him. Like, they were like, they hated right. each other because I guess some shit went down with, with like Miss Elizabeth and Macho Man. I, I don't know. It was a long story. She was staying at Hulk's house with his wife. And yeah, is it weird she was named Miss Elizabeth even after they got married? Still Miss Elizabeth. I don't know. I thought she would have transitioned to Mrs. But anyway, sorry. So he, uh, you know, uh, if you meet her as a nanny, you marry her as a nanny. You know, just um, so he basically made this like rap video. Um, and um he thought it was, it was, and, it was, it was gonna go like you know, triple platinum kind of thing. And now we're going to torture our listeners. <laughs> so uh I will show everyone. The rap video, because I, I definitely want to hear Don Fry's uh, opinion of, of this rap video. I know Don's a big rap fan. Um, so here we go. <laughs> you know Don's a big rap fan. Here we go. And he's a chocolate. You got to get up with a big handle. You're fun out. We're the world of the day. We're It's not coming through real good, buddy. I think I know. I think you would have to screen share that one for us to really get it. We can. It's coming through as just digital noise on my end. Uh, it sounds like you're using my Wi-Fi. Okay. Hold on. <laughs> uh, all right. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, so hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on. Uh, all right. Hello. So yeah, we can hear it now. Now we can hear it. Oh, kind of sound like DMX a little bit. All right. Yeah. Let me see. Hold on. If DMX were white and had no rhythm. So he right. he does a song called "Be a Man Hulk." Uh, and he and he like really wanted to fight Hulk Hogan. Like, I mean, really, they I guess they like made up before he died at the end, uh, which you know, um, which is good. Because, <laughs> but uh, Hulk went to shake his hand, and Randy looked to the hospital staff for approval. He died in, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a in a car accident. Uh, oh. He was like, with his wife at the time, and she had a heart uh, attack. Yeah, oh yeah, he had a heart attack. She basically swerved, not going the traffic. He went to, into a. Uh, yeah, it's, it kind of sucks, man. He's like one of my favorites. John, did, did you ever work with him? I met him one time. Yeah, he was on the same same show as I was um, over in Japan. Really nice guy. You know, about for a few days, and really, really nice guy, man. I really liked him. All right, so can, can you can you guys see this? Hold on. Hold on. Uh, uh, fuck. How do I get rid of uh? How do how do I how do I get rid of my uh, thing? Uh, oh, filter. Choose background, virtual background. <laughs> None. All right. So this is now. Now you guys can see uh, see me. Yeah. All right. So this is Hulk. This is Macho Man singing about Hulk Hogan. I can't hear a thing. Yeah, z- zero sound. Yeah. All right. Fuck it. Sounds not working. Uh, all right. It was called Be a Man Hulk. And he rapped about how Hulk Hogan was a real man. Uh, if you just play the audio uh, on your, if you play it on your computer without sharing the, necessarily sharing the screen, can we hear the audio? Because you were uh, something earlier where we could hear it just fine. I don't know what, what you were doing. Uh, it's, too much, it's too much buildup. All right. 
It's not even that great. <laughs> so, uh, Darren You're like going to one of your shows. Yeah, pretty much. Darren Till got a DUI. Uh, he, uh, he was going three times over the uh, the limit, um, which sucks. I think he was in like Stockholm. Um, and they also announced Tony Ferguson is fighting the, the leech. Lee, Lee uh, at, at 170, which that fight makes no sense to be honestly, because uh, no one knows. I guess maybe they're trying to build up the China market because Leech is huge in China. But yeah. at 170, Ferguson, like give him a guy that like it's going to be a war. Uh, that everyone. I didn't know Brandon Schaub could was big in China or uh, <laughs> if I could make 170. That's weird. <laughs> Strange that he can be- both make 170 and he's big overseas. Um, yeah, the leech, right? Exactly. So Chael Sonnen uh, accused Leon Edwards of cheating in the in the fight. He said that he grabbed the cage four or five, six times. That changed the outcome. Dana White says <laughs> absolutely not. Um, they throw sand in his face or anything that would really change the outcome. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> sand in his face. Uh, Don, how come you didn't have a gimmick in like your wrestling? Did they offer you a gimmick? Oh no, they were just hoping I could I could remember you know the moves and make it through the match. You know, which most most cases was the problem. You know, I just couldn't remember my high spots. My favorite fight, though, was when the guy wanted to really fight you. Did you ever see that wrestling match, the turn real with Don Fry? No, this <laughs> no. is fantastic. But I wouldn't, re- I wouldn't recommend it. It would be a bad idea. There was a guy. Uh, there was a guy in Japan who like really wanted to fight Don, and then Don like kicked his ass. Uh, what happened in that fight? I don't know. I don't know what you're you talking about. <laughs> there was a wrestling, match, a wrestling match when you were in Japan, and the guy was like no selling you. And then finally you just hit him. And then he like, the guy was trying to basically like really kind of go hard on you, but then not react to anything you were doing. And then you were, right. like, and then you were like, fuck it. You want to play? And then. Yeah. He, yeah. I can't remember which guy that was, but yeah, it fucking it happened with a couple of the guys. So they, they really believed the bullshit, you know, the biggest, uh, what's his name? Uh, Razor Ramon, he would say the biggest marks are in the locker room, you know, and he was, it was true, you know, because these guys should believe their own bullshit, you know, and yeah. uh, when they then they would try not to sell, and then you know, well, okay, if you're gonna do it that way, then we'll we'll, we'll make you sell, you know. <laughs> I mean, but these guys know that you're a fucking legend that you would murder them in a real fight, don't they? They're not fucking smart enough, man. They're not fucking smart enough. You know, it, it's like one asshole who gets a tells a joke at a at a house party, gets a couple of laughs, and all of a sudden he can get on stage, you know, and, and tell jokes for a living. You know, come on, people. There's quite a fucking difference. Um, it always goes back to Schaub on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's that brutal turn. <laughs> That's the most I've laughed at any Oh, my God. Thank you, Sean. Uh, uh, no, but it's just crazy that, like, I mean, but but then it was a hard because these guys didn't speak English. So that, that probably makes it even right. harder. Right. And they were, they were there before you were, you know, or before I was. So, you know, they've already got this. Um, this fan base built up, and they think that you know they deserve it um, because that they think that they're 
that what they're selling is real and what, what they're selling is bullshit. And, uh, but they're great. They're great athletes. I can't take that away from them. It's just sure. some really hey, Don, Don a, a lot of these guys in wrestling, like they, uh, I guess the guy like Greg, the hammer Valentine, I was watching an interview where he would get to the ring and then basically tell you what to do during the match. So you guys would right. kind of, it's improvised. Well, you're in Japan right. and they don't speak English. How do you improvise with somebody who doesn't speak English? Well, they they have to speak English because um, it's like a big insult in Japan. Yeah. Oh, you don't speak English? You know, it's like, oh, you're a dumb, you're a dumb fuck, you know. And um, so it's, you know, it's like a lot of people in from other countries around the world. Oh, you only speak English? You know, you don't speak two or three languages? Like, no, nah, because uh, we, we won all the world wars, you know, we pretty much dominated the fucking planet. So, uh, you know, you should ban to us. Dude, I, when I went to, uh, I, I always, when I was younger, I was so uh, gullible, naive. I always thought like, like Asian people all liked each other, you know, like different countries <laughs> until I went to Asia. And like, if you speak Korean to a Japanese person, you have insulted them. Like, no, like they, there was so much racism between Japanese and Korea when I was there. This was like 15 years ago. Uh, yeah, yeah. But oh my God, did they look down on the, the Koreans? Like they looked down on them so much. And and then in Japan, and the Koreans were a lot nicer to Americans when I was there. Maybe they were just nicer. When I was in Japan, there was literally a uh, there was a restaurant that said no Americans allowed. I guess because it was like yeah, no guy gene, no guy gene. But I mean, uh, a guy gene's a foreigner in in um, Japan, so they're pretty much they're pretty much racist against everybody. You know they're they're the superior race, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I got I got asked to leave uh, restaurants before, and you know told not to even enter restaurants before. It's, you know, there's a sign, no gaijin. Hey, didn't you see the sign? You know, <laughs> and you're like, man, I pay more in taxes than you fuckers earn. You know, but um, but this is their fucking country, so you know it didn't piss me off. It pissed Brian Johnson off big time, but it didn't bother me. I said I'll just take my money, go elsewhere. Well, I, mean, you, I mean, can you imagine the uproar if they put like no Japanese people allowed in your rest in this? Re- like, oh my God, it'd be on the right. Day, you know, just, right. I mean, there's other. That'd be like if they put Japanese Americans in internment camps during World War II here in the United States. 100%. I'm talking about right now. I'm not talking <laughs> right. about. I'm not could talking, you imagine? I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about today. I, it didn't bother me. I, I just, I'll just take my money and go elsewhere. It's like this cancel culture. Um, uh, well, fuck off, man. You know, go go do something else somewhere else. You know, yeah. yeah that I was. Uh, but so, yeah, man. That's uh, so. Now this weekend, the fight. Please watch. It's in Paris, France. Yeah, early starts around noon. I was uh, just about to put it in my calendar. Do I saw that it's at noon, and I'm like, I better put that on the calendar. I'll never fucking remember. And I think it's the first time they're ever going to be in France. I think MMA was illegal in France before that. Um, oh yeah, back when um, I was at UFC nine um, in Detroit, um, we got a request by a French magazine if they could interview us. Oh yeah, sure, come on up. And um, I says, "Why are you all asking if we would interview you? What's what's the problem? I mean, what do you all in France think about us? Oh, they think we're monsters." <laughs> Jeez. 
Who yeah. knew they had it right already? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sure the Godzilla movie didn't help. Most uh, people got to meet you first. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Cyril Ghosn, who's yes. is fighting Tai Tuvasa. Um, I'm pretty sure they want Ghosn to win this fight, being that he's from France, right? Yeah. Um, but it should be a good fight. I, I, I don't know who's going to win this fight. Don, you? I'll go to Tubasa, you know. Um, I, I, I like Gon for a while, but then he just, that one fight when he fought Gano, they just both stood there and took a shit in the middle of the cage. It was just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, why, why bring somebody back like that, you know? It was one bad fight. I mean, you, 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 you had off nights, right? Yeah, but I always fought. You know, I got my ass kicked. I didn't stand there, you know, yeah. and, and wait for the other guy to fall over because I'm not punching him. <laughs> no, the idea that that fight, any, any fight with either of these two dudes goes to a fifth round decision yeah. is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Right. If you were to tell me, like, that must have been on the, on like waivers or, or rather on the betting line to, to, for a five round decision between those, must have been plus 9,000. But Egano's one of those guys that either he like looks amazing and knocks you out quick, or it's the worst fight of all time. Like the Derek Lewis fight might have been the worst fight I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that was the worst fight I've ever seen. By yeah. far. All right, hold on, hold on. Sorry, that wasn't that, that I wasn't in, at least. <laughs> I've seen a couple of bad ones I was part of. Sean, who wins this fight? Uh, I think Gano win. It's interesting, man. I saw Dana White. Uh, he did an interview after his Tuesday night fights or whatever. He seems to think that Ngannou's coming back to fight the winner of that fight. Like, he was like, oh, it's kind of like a number one contenders match, this and that. And I, he's like, you know, our champ is still hurt. I don't think Ngannou's coming back. Like, I really I, – he just keeps saying the UFC sucks and they ripped him off on money and, you know, they didn't pay him well enough and he wants to box. Like, I don't I, I don't know if Dana knows something we don't or he's in denial, but he's like, oh, yeah, then the winner will fight Ngannou once he's healthy. And meanwhile, Ngannou's saying – I'm done, like, with the UFC. If they're not going to let me box, if they're not going to pay me better, you know, stuff like that. So. I don't want to watch him box. I think he'll get beat by any any top 20 boxer heavyweight. Hey, and unless he hits him. Unless he hits him. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, can he hit him? I don't know. But he, uh, if he hits him, he's like he – I've never seen anything like that punching power. I thought it was just flukish the first couple times. But then after he did it, like, nine times in a row, barely touched someone and they drop, like, it's, it's unreal, yeah. man. Well, you know, strangely, Tuovasa kind of has that power, too. I mean, you don't see him coming. You think the fight is he's losing. And then just, bap! And, I mean, it never even looks like it's that big of a swing. And the guys are just out. I mean, the guy's got incredible power, too. This is going to be well, a very – this, this should not go I mean, to a decision either. I know? mean, he knocked out Derek Lewis. He knocked out Sakai. He knocked out Greg Hardy. He knocked out Harry Hunsucker. Uh, <laughs> he knocked out Stefan Struve. Yeah, he has he has shocking power. He's on a five fight winning streak, and apparently he's a plus four twenty. So I throw some nickels at him now before that line moves. Wait, he's an underdog. Yeah, Cyril Gon is minus five forty according to the UFC site. That's crazy. That's crazy. And one guy's coming off a loss, the other guy's coming off five wins. Yeah. Wow. But I mean, Cyril's still the number one and two of Oslo's number three. But yeah, it seems like it should be a lot closer. This is a very odd odds. Yeah. And he's only- I would tell, yeah, those odds, I would tell people to definitely bet on, uh, on two of Oslo. Yeah. 
then I would just lose them their money. So I won't tell <laughs> anybody true. to do that. That's the kiss of death right there. Especially yeah. when I say it too. Right. Right there, oh, forget it. Seal God <laughs> just won this one in the first round knockout because we're telling people to put money on two of us. Awesome. Right. He won that dirty instructions. Robert Whitaker taking on Marvin Vittori. That's going to be a good fight. Uh, I like Whitaker just based on like fight IQ. Vittori is the most emotional fighter and Whitaker is pretty cool, calm, collected, pretty smart guy. Uh, Don Fry. Werner, I don't know. Uh, you say Robert Whitaker. I was thinking the, the old guy used to sing, you know, um, jingles back uh, in the 80s, you know, so I don't know. Robert Whitaker was in the Eagles? Ingle, you know, you know, jingles. He was singing jingles. Oh, jingles. I think it was the Eagles. I was like, no. Uh, uh, jingles. Robert Whitaker. I'm still not, I still don't know who sang the jingles, though. Who is it? Robert it's some, some guy named Robert Whitaker. He, saw, he was singing like commercials and other things like that, you know. I'm looking looking it up, guys. Let me try and find it. I'm going to need more of a reference than that. (laughs) All right. Uh, And then uh, Sean Whitaker? Uh, Yeah, definitely Whitaker. I still think he's one of the best best two or three at 185 in the world, man. And uh, Greg? You know, I... I don't, I don't know because I, I think Whitaker by far actually because Whitaker is going to make a comeback in this one. He's you know smarting from that loss. I think he, he, you know this he's going to and and even though Vittori on paper, I mean, looks like looks. I test would tell you he should win this fight. Whitaker's the kind of guy that he is going to show up and he's going to do everything right to win this fight. I think he wins it. Uh, possibly, I mean, is it a five rounder? or Is it a three rounder? I think it's a three rounder. It was a three rounder. I could see it going to a decision, actually. So, uh, in other news, Vanderlei Silva has officially retired. Um, he announced <laughs> yeah, five years ago. <laughs> I'd like to go ahead and officially retire now, also. If, if yeah, yeah, yeah. Play, I have officially oh, graduated high school. <laughs> uh, Don, when did you officially retire? Hell, I don't know. I don't know. I'm, like I said, I was like Terry Funk. I retired, you know, every couple of months for uh, five or seven times. Uh, got it. Got it. Got it. Um, Harry Hunsucker got uh, released. Uh, he's a guy. He, he was a heavyweight. He down to like 170 or something. Uh, but yeah. So just so you guys know. Um, and then what else is uh, is going on? Sean Strickland is out of his fight against Akilah Gorilla. Yeah, I I, oh. I I guess he hurt himself in training. That, that would have been a great fight. Yeah. I I still have never seen a dumber game plan when he fought the, uh, what's his <laughs> name, and got knocked out by the K1 glory kickboxing champion. And then yeah. at the end, he goes, I would do it all again. I wanted to see how hard he hit. <laughs> that's that's one what, strategy. Some of these guys, man, I'll tell you what. Yeah, some people want to see how much electricity is left in a car battery. You know, you just <laughs> so they stick their tongue to it. Yeah, yeah I, I want to see how hard this car hits me at 170 miles an hour. Yeah, so exactly. I mean, so uh, dumb. well, you know, curiosity killed the <laughs> stupid ass. <laughs> exactly, the dipshits. <laughs> 
So yeah, against Alex Pereira. That was, I mean, that was really, really dumb. Um, Floyd Mayweather was returning to boxing, doing an exhibition on Ryzen. Uh, I'm not really sure why, but I guess he just picks up money by beating up some of these J- Japanese people, and then they like love seeing him. I mean, he doesn't even train. Uh, I, I, I'm going to guess it's one thousand percent for money. <laughs> I keep hearing he's broke. Everybody keeps saying he's completely broke, which I don't know how you make that much money. And he doesn't even pay. Like, he didn't pay Logan Paul. His, he always rips off his opponents and still is broke. I don't get it. So, hold on. See, uh, so can you guys see this? Hold on. Let's see if we could do this. Uh, virtual. I'm still waiting to see who Robert Whitaker is, by the way. Yeah, I, listen, I looked it up. Uh, so far, nothing. Um, <laughs> it's nothing. an old white guy with a gray hair, a goat, gray goatee, and you know, I mean, this is way back shit. I, I think I know what you're talking about, but I think it's, I mean, it's not Robert Whitaker. I think it's, what was that guy's name? I think I know who you're talking about, though. Have you guys seen this? Uh, can you guys hear this? Yes. So the guy goes, I want to fuck your dog. And then they pan to the dog. Uh, it was a face-off. He goes, My fucking dog. The poor dog's like, <laughs> that's just great editing right there. <laughs> that wasn't part of the deal. That wasn't part of the deal when you adopted me. Oh, man. <laughs> Somebody asked me about that, I think on Facebook, and I said, as long as I get a pup back, that's cool. Like, if I get like a work some kind of breeding deal back. Uh, half McCorkle, half pup. McCorkle, how much weight have you lost? I don't know, man. I weighed myself in a while, but I'm still uh, still trying to eat right and do the right thing. So I don't know. I hope by the time if I actually come out to Las Vegas to see you in December, I may do a cycle before I come out there and be uh, be as big as I was the time I met you. So you oh, never don't know. Do that. Don't have a heart attack, please. I was going to say, is this good news? <laughs> I cannot believe. I cannot believe some dumb bitch said uh, your back problems is because of what happened to you when you were a kid. What that stupid Dude. cut. You should lose your fucking license. It's even better. They, they won't put the implant in now. Like, I actually talked to the doctor's thing. They won't do it now. They're saying, well, based on her, they we want you to go through this nine-week program or whatever. I'm like, dude, uh, it's like they he actually will not do the procedure now based on a psychologist's opinion. And then they referred me to this other doctor saying that you should go try this lady. She she specializes in muscle, you know, skeletal, whatever, rehab, this and that. And I look up and she's a psychiatrist. Like, they think that, like, as if that's what the problem is. Like, it's so right. ridiculous, man. So it's, it's dumb cunt one and dumb cunt two is what it is. Well, you know, maybe you just, next time when you see the psychologist, maybe, maybe, maybe <laughs> play ball. Maybe yeah. don't, maybe don't scare her with your comedy. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, yeah, jump I, up did, on uh, the, I did say Jump up on her table. Take a, take a shit on her couch, you know, or her table, whatever, you know. And say, you know, I don't think I'm going to pay you because of uh, my back problems and what happened to me as a kid. You know, so I can't write checks. The right. Don Fry life coach. Uh, Sean, has your, has your sex life gotten better since you lost all this weight? Uh, no, my back hurts all the time, man. So it pretty much ruins everything. Like every part of my life is ruined because of my back. So oh, it's, uh, the best was that I told the psychologist, like, um, she said, how much are you paying are you in right now? I said, well, I took a bunch of Percocet before I came in, so it's not that bad right now. And she acted appalled that I said that, but I'm prescribed it. So it isn't like I was just being honest with her. I told her, well, if I hadn't taken any, I wouldn't be able to sit still here. I'd be, like, adjusting positions every five minutes trying to get comfortable, and I didn't want you to think I was, like, 
crazy or whatever. I said, so yeah, I took it. She's like, well, did you take the prescribed amount? I'm like, no, the prescribed amount wouldn't even hey, stop a telling you know I mean? the like, truth. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. What's, well, that's what's great is the doctor, the doctor that sent me there, the surgeon that sent me there said, just be honest. You're obviously not crazy. If you're just honest with her and tell her the truth, then everything will be fine. No, so never work. Her, and then they won't do it. Never, never. You play the that. game. You tell them what they want to hear so you can get what you need done. I learned that when I was in ninth grade. My first run in with the cops, you're all fuck. <laughs> Never tell yeah. the truth. Never what tell happened? the truth. What, what happened in ninth grade, Don? Well, I, I don't know. I can't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, this is being recorded. By the way, yeah. uh, Sean, I was watching the Kurt Angle documentary. At one point, he was taking 60 oxys a day. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> But he, he he broke his neck like twelve times, and and they, and they kept telling him like take six months off, take a year off. He would go back a week into it. You ever train with him, Don Kurt Angle? No, I, I only met him once or twice. Really nice guy, very nice guy. But you know that's the way it is in in that line of work, man. I mean, I worked with a broken neck for you know a year and a half, and then when they they fused my neck, I was back in the ring in three months. You know, and. Um, so it is you have to continue to work or you lose your spot. And then, you know, once you lose your spot, you lose your wife and your family, you know, everything you own. And uh, then they, they end up leaving you anyways because of the drugs anyway. So you can't make a dumb bitch happy. It's never going to happen. So. <laughs> That's the moral of that story. And that, and this, and this has been, so you say you want to be a fighter. Hey, you want to be a pro athlete, huh? Uh, but he, now, Randy, lose everything. Randy Couture said he was at the match. He was at the match because I always think about like Mark Kerr and Kurt Angle because like Kurt Angle won the wrestling match by one point, went on to win the Olympics and had WWE. Kerr lost by one point, went to Pride, you know, and had had had, had that career. What if it was flipped? And Randy was saying he was at the match and they got into a fight off the mat. They got into like a like a, like they had to get broken up. I would have loved to have seen that that fight between Kurt Angle and Mark Kerr back in the day. Um, I, I know Don loves Kerr, so he would have been rooting for him. What my money would I be on Angle. On Angle, know, really? Kerr, yeah, Kerr, Kerr wasn't anything with those steroids, you know. I just wonder which one of them would stop and look at the audience like, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but, but Kerr was a solid wrestler before, wasn't he? Uh, like, I mean, if he beat, if he almost beat Kurt Angle, if he beat Kurt Angle three times in wrestling, that was before he was roiding, right? Yeah, well, theoretically, yes, yes. So, I mean, he must have been something without the steroids. Theoretically, yes. Yeah, they weren't, weren't testing completely at the time. Who knows? You know, so. I mean, do a lot of college wrestlers take uh, juice? You know, uh, the ones I knew did, and the fuckers wouldn't share it with me. So I got uh, that kind of screwed me out of my position. <laughs> <laughs> You know what's funny is when they they pretend that like NFL guys don't take steroids or like they're like yeah this rookie he's 21 he bench presses 700 pounds uh, for four reps and I'm like yeah I'm sure he's all natural like these NFL guys right. the combine cracks me up they these guys are stronger at 20 years old than I was at any point in my life taking steroids like and do more reps but but oh yeah he's all natural he's 20 years old like the, the NFL is so full of steroids it's ridiculous like uh, no shit. one no one cares like everybody just lets it slide so. 
Yeah. They're like, if you get caught, that's on you. Just don't get caught. Yeah. I know a couple guys in the NFL that said you get like three months warning to six months warning before you're going to get steroid tests in the NFL. Like your trainers, like, by the way, uh, there might be a test coming this June. So make sure you're off cycle, you know, like, but they, those guys couldn't do that to their bodies week after week, year after year without loading up on, uh, like, if you don't think Tom Brady's on HGH, then you explain to me how he gets better and younger looking every year. You yeah. Know I, mean? like every- I know. He was like, he's like, he comes back and he looks like he was on some kind of retreat. You know how he took off from, the thing for like a week and a half and then came back to training camp. He looks all like he went and did some kind of cycle of something because yeah, taking, he, his eyes were taking, all, I'm like, a, and he goes, look, I'm 45 years old guys. You know, there's shit going on. Like, mm, that sounds like you went like some kind of strange fluid transfer shit or yeah, something. They're doing, they're taking six month old baby's blood and doing a blood transfusion or something. something like exactly. Like something like they're doing something. And it didn't look like it worked the way it was supposed to work. Wasn't, like like a, wasn't, wasn't Tiger Woods like that, that South Park, that South Park episode showed with uh, Christopher Reeve ripping off the uh, embryo heads and sucking up the, the embryo juice. <laughs> Well, wasn't like Tiger was on steroids too? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. He looked like I'm it. Sure. I mean, he was definitely He's a pro athlete. Come on. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're if you're a golfer on steroids, like I know, but he was like hanging around with Jordan and all those guys, and he wanted to fucking be like, you know, he wanted to compete. He didn't want to be the golfer. He wanted to be, be like athlete. Mike. Yeah, he wanted to be like Mike. Plus, exactly he was right. banging like 40 chicks a week, so you got to have extra tests if you're going to do that. That's Please. true. John, who was the first guy to introduce you to, to uh, steroids? Uh, I actually, when I was 25 years old or 26, man, I uh, went to the doctor. I hadn't been feeling good for a long time. This is before I ever trained, fought, or anything. And they tested my testosterone. It was like 75, which it should be at that age, 600 to 700. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said uh, I had super low testosterone. So they just started, like, you know, giving me testosterone shots. And they started out at like 100 milligrams a week, which is nothing. And so they eventually moved up to 200. Then eventually I realized, like, I kept getting tested. and It was still only like 100 or 2, 150. And so when I started taking a bunch extra, then I got to normal levels. And I started feeling like good, like normal again. You know, I'd get my blood tested. And then uh, from that point, you start learning about it. And you're like, hey, if I take Winstrol instead of testosterone sipinate, I won't hold water. So you start, like, taking that instead. You know what I mean? Then you don't have the water retention. Then you're like, oh, wait, I can take Anavar with this. It raises my testosterone and burns fat. And then it kind of goes down the uh, – down the way and so like i don't know i guess the way i like i was taking in testosterone anyway so the way i look at it is this is just a different form of testosterone you know but um i always have my blood checked all the time i never have tested even out of the normal range even when i was taking a ton i've never even tested out of the normal range so if i had high testosterone there's no telling what would have you know like well, happened like, now you hear about like you hear about like roy rage did you ever experience that or no only that one night with you um no it's a <laughs> the thing about uh the thing about testosterone and stuff, like I love that stuff, you don't realize, uh, you know, it's like somebody doesn't realize they're being a dick when they are, you know what I mean? So like later on, you'll be like, hey, oh, you're, you know, wait, wait, uh, sorry, are you talking about my career now? <laughs> <laughs> like, all I got from Greg was, is, are you talking about, and then went blank, I have no idea what oh, you said. Oh, sorry, I'm talking about my career. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> when you're being a dick and don't realize it. One, like, okay. one time me and Greg were on a, a shoot that I booked him for. And there was this comic that was there that was like the most pompous, egomaniac comic. And he's like all about himself. And he's like, this is my girlfriend. And she was like 20. And he's like, he's like, tell me she's not the most perfect girl you've ever seen. And then Greg goes, well, maybe if she had bigger tits. (laughs) 
<laughs> and then she probably fell in love with Greg and would do anything to get her. That's how probably, maybe. You never know. Oh. <laughs> Don, you know, we can hear you, right? You still I was going to say, we're getting the real Don experience now, right? Yeah, you get it all. Yeah, I love it. Pull it out. All I keep hearing Don say is pull it out. I'm a little Don, Don, Don looks like he's getting ready to go on vacation at Camp Lejeune. Oh <laughs> Don and Clint Eastwood need a movie together, right? Don and uh, yeah. Dude, I told Adam the other day, if you guys have watched the latest Rambo, it is like Don's life story. Like the last Rambo, he's like shooing the horses and he's wearing a cowboy hat. And he's like murdering people like like Mexicans. It's like I was like, I'd never seen it though. I was watching on Netflix. I was like, Dang, this reminds me of Don Fry's like life now, the latest Rambo. It's a great movie. Yeah, I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, what do you got? I'm a Mexican. Well, I'm just throwing it in the back of the truck, see how it goes. <laughs> That's Don's motto. That's his life. It's all in the back of the truck. Yeah, back yeah. Of the if, if she'll fit, if she'll fit in the truck bed, it's a go. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> it is. If she fit in there, you got to get her up into it. That's the problem. Yeah, that's like, the, you got uh, get that heavy lift gate. You know. <laughs> all right. Greg, what do you have coming up, Greg? Coming up, September 16th and 17th. 16th, that Friday, I'll be the headlining the brand new Just Another Comedy Fest uh, in beautiful Flagstaff, Arizona. So if you're in the Arizona region, please come out and see me up there in Flagstaff, September 16th at the Orpheum Theater. Oh. And you, Sean? <laughs> Nothing as always. Certainly not a back surgery of any kind, apparently. Oh, I'm so. so sorry, man. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually, uh, I'm going to get on my girlfriend's insurance. She does a real good job with the defense contractor. I think I'm going to get on her insurance. And uh, I bet, I bet like people's opinions change. You know what I mean? Once I have really good insurance, I bet all of a sudden, like, you know what? We can do that surgery. It's the crazy. Yeah, exactly. Thing. You're exactly fucking right about that. All of a sudden, oh, you, this is paid for? Oh, yeah, we got you. Yeah. So, uh, by the uh, way, Stephanie Egger is fighting again. Didn't she fight like a week ago? And like almost like kind of cheat when she was like, I didn't tap. I didn't, oh, I did tap. Yeah. I tapped. Yeah. Like, what? This makes no sense to me. I guess maybe because she's European, so they felt like she would be a draw over there in Paris or something. <sighs> makes no sense to me. I don't know what she did. Don, what do um, you got? I don't have a damn thing going on, partner. I'm trying to, trying to spend time upright. It's I love it. You're the best, dude. You know, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to lay down permanently or lay down part time. <laughs> Had enough of this shit most of the time. There you go. Keep it, keep it part time. Uh, please keep it part time. This Friday night, I'm at the Ha Ha Comedy Club as well as the Hollywood of Roosevelt. And oh, so then, am I. Oh, nice. At the Roosevelt or the Ha Ha? Yeah, I'll see you on Friday. Ha Ha. And then uh, September 15th and 17th, I'm in Gilbert, Arizona at JP's Comedy Club. Uh, nice. so come down. You guys, are the I have them coming up in October as well, man. I love right. it. Love I it. wish I could. How long are you? Oh, so is tonight your last night in, in Vegas? Yeah, come back tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, right on, brother. Well, have a great night. Have great shows tonight. Thank you. Love you guys. Take care. Yes. Bye.